0: Crossface,
1: the Daily Talk Show, a conversation sometimes worth recording
2: with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket. The Daily Talk Show episode one fifty five, Tommy Jacket and Derek Myers. We're in the house. Oh yeah, dirty Derek. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy.
0: My pleasure, boys. You just call and I will come running. Anytime. He
1: did. He um, <laughs> I, and um, just a quick setup for. For Derek, he was on very early days. I reckon he was like yeah. top five, one of the um, top five. Well, first five, not guests. top five. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to two d Two Top to, five as well. Top, top, five. <laughs> top five. Top five as two well. <laughs> um, but he was within the first five of guests on our show. And uh, Derek has a scooter factory. Very quirky cat. I would like to say, and <laughs> a very understated podcaster. I think it more so for himself than anybody. Because we see Josh and I think you're an absolute talent, Derek, and yeah, um, oh, and uh, he's he's blushing. He's absolutely blushing.
2: <laughs> well, that's the one of the few podcasts that I'm listening to while I'm away. I'm currently uh, in South of France right now in Nice, about to head over to Turkey. But yeah, D- Derek plugging uh, plugging him into my ears. Yeah, uh, <laughs> whenever he has a new uh, new episode, we kind of wanted is, um, we- a good bit of.
1: Yeah. we wanted you to come on the show sorry Josh just uh, if, you, you're right. if you're if you a first time listener Josh yeah he's on the other side of the, the world Derek and I are in Collingwood in Melbourne and um, we're taking advantage of technology to do this this, uh, this show five days a week but last week Josh uh, I can yeah. safely say it was my fuck up I don't think you came out and said this we need to make an apology and I say we but I'll do it um, but Last week, we were talking about Big Brother. Actually, that was your fault that we even started talking about Big Brother.
2: Yeah. Well, I brought up Axel Whitehead, which I think he was on Australian Idol anyway. (laughs) But um, it all started on Axel Whitehead and ended up um, somewhere between hot dogs and a turkey slap.
1: Yeah. And I have to apologize to hot dogs. Who, if you have no idea, he was a contestant on a reality show fifteen years ago. So you probably don't know who he is, but he was quite it was it was quite big for for the show at that time. Anyway, I said yeah. that he was involved in the turkey slap incident. I defamed the bloke. He wasn't poor bastard. And um, <laughs> Should have asked uh, don't, me.
2: luckily, his name's hot dogs. So I feel like <laughs> if you can't defame a hot dog, <laughs> so I think you're pretty safe. Uh, if it was like a real name, I'd feel a little bit uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and. Um, someone who came to mind after the conversation, uh, maybe, no, we even talked about it on the show and that was Derek because you have a bit yeah. of
0: affinity for I Big do, Brother. I do. I've got a little bit of history with, with Big Brother and it goes back probably b- longer than what I've even talked about. Um, when they, <laughs> when, and it's, it, it involves a bit of confessional, I guess. When is when, this the diary room? I'm <laughs> in the diary. Big Brother, I've got a problem. Everyone's teasing me. <laughs> um, what happened was when they introduced Big Brother, they the very first season, I wasn't really even aware in my kind of unawareness. In other words, it probably was happening, but I just never noticed that it was even a TV show. So what I, what, it was the internet. So uh. there was a Big Brother website and I could sit there and you sit there all day in my office and just, glow, just click kitchen. And then click bathroom, and it would, the camera unedited would just go into the different rooms. And so it was just perv, basically being a perv <laughs> or, or voyeur, or, you know, or taking an interest in what other folk get up to and how they interact.
1: So was this, was it a TV show as well, or you just hadn't discovered the, yeah. the edited version? Yeah, that's it. it oh, wow. Just, so you're-
0: my first hook was the the voyeurism, not the. The TV style. So the whole editing thing was another bit of magic that I grew to really love. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
2: And so, Josh. And then, so, Derek, you ended up uh, basically going to Queensland every year at some point yes. to go see. Did you go to see the finale or did you just go see a Random One? What was I the, never. A couple of our
0: members of our secret society did go to a a couple of finale or semi-finales or whatever. But no, just mid-season, we'd get the tickets. And I I think you were saying the other day that I went on as like a holiday tour kind of thing. No, 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 this was not Contiki. This was more like rock tour than Contiki, I guess. So we actually just, our group, the MBBS, the Melbourne Big Brother Society, uh, there's probably about 10 of us or something like that. And we would just literally just book out a penthouse suite in Surface Paradise and just book some tickets for an eviction Jeez. and just go and just literally just get completely poleaxed and act like. What was the puppies.
2: demographic like of your group?
0: Well, m- mostly more. Well, I was, pr- I-, I have to say, I was the oldest. But I was probably, yeah. I don't know, I have to do some maths, but I wasn't as, as old as I am now. How old, How long ago? Just roughly? How many years ago was oh, this? Well, I'm guessing it must have been about maybe 12 years ago-ish okay. when it kicked off. I can't, can't remember the dates. But um, anyway, the, most were a bit younger, so we had, basically it was a lot of writers... Um, bloggers basically the generation before you guys doing what you do but not yeah. technical but these guys uh, yeah or you know intellectuals I was probably the the only non kind of creative yeah so I guess you, in the group
1: looking so this is 12 years ago you were a part of a group was it through a Facebook page or was it through what was it through like a no no no
0: we're just real friends forum? no oh, real you, friends it wasn't we didn't come together because of our love for For Big Brother.
1: Okay, so a bunch of mates create the society. (laughs) It's basically what people are doing these days with Married at First Sight. Is like upon reflection, looking back twelve years ago, it intrigues me for its uniqueness and I'll say weirdness because I love you and you're a mate. Yeah, yeah. it is. It seems weird. Does it seem weird?
0: It is (laughs) weird. Don't tiptoe around that one. (laughs) Look, I, the Big Brother has left a, a thing that doesn't go away, and that is, if you say you were into Big Brother back then, people go, "You fucking, you fucking what?" You know, you just get people <laughs> to look at you sideways and go, "You're not, you're not being serious, are you?" Yeah. And that still happens downstairs. Sweet baby Tom down there, you know, he's just like shaking his head, just not understanding. Whereas <laughs> my nephew's twenty two years old and he's doing a live Facebook. After show Bachelor kind of crap on, and everyone's into the ironic reality TV fun, and that's what we were doing basically. Ironic fun. We were having a three day, un, you know, completely unchained. Weekend on the Gold Coast with only one thing tying it together and that was Mate, the, the Big Brother Dream World experience. The day in Dream World was the best bit. The
1: cameras oh. were in the wrong place. They should have been in the uh, Big Brother Society's <laughs> <On> penthouse. <Derek. laughs>
0: you can see, well, I'm not going to say, <laughs> but you can see, uh, well, you, you'll see us if you look back at the, the, I don't know what episodes, but you'll see us in the crowd there with foil hats and oh, the girls made banners up, you know, saying, hey, you know, hey, Mike, I'm did you ever and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> did, you ever feel, did you ever feel that Big Brother lost its way? Like having oh, yeah. started watching early on, did it look like and how did, like, because I, I remember hearing that sort of conversation. How did Big Brother actually change for the worst, do you think?
0: Oh, you're saying for the worst, but when, yeah. when you're in it for the irony – it's just better and better. The more fuck-ups and the more ridiculous <laughs> decisions they production make, I suppose, is yeah. the, the better it is. It started off with normal people and weirdos and that bloke who got in the kitchen sink and washed his
1: nuts. Can't say I saw that, but I'm glad you're retelling it. It's even <laughs> yeah, better than yeah. seeing that.
0: Yeah, you know, and all these ridiculous people with the ridiculous ideas of how to live in, in front of cameras. Um, but then it sort of evolved and it looked like they were picking and choosing and, you know, mm. people would go, oh, they're just trying to pick beautiful people and, you know, rah, 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 or deliberately choosing <laughs> bitches. It's like, yeah, you know, just watch The Bachelor or something like that now and it's the same shit. Yeah. But it's funnier yeah. and funnier. No, I am I'm far more interested in the clever edits and stuff. People go, oh, it's, they edit it to make them look bad. I'm like, yeah, how
1: good is that? That's, <laughs> a good,
0: that's the good stuff. Yeah, I love it.
2: What, what do you think, like, uh, 2018 Big Brother is? Like, Tommy mentioned The Bachelor. Do you think that there is – has there ever been a better reality show than Big
0: Brother? <laughs> I don't know because I, I haven't really – haven't watched any after that. Geordie like, Shore? Did you ever get into no, that? No, I haven't seen it.
1: God, I got into that. There was – Might it was, have burned out. They absolutely nailed it. It's interesting. You know, like, think of, there's hundreds of reality shows that have been in existence – and you you see like these unicorns that come through, and they've modeled Jersey Shore, they've done um, Geordie Shore, and a bunch of other ones. And I got hooked on that. I was probably uh. twenty at the time, and it was just it was debauchery. It was it was like gross, but somehow it was like just on the precipice. That could be the word for today. Of, yeah, we'll um, make that the word. <laughs> just uh, yeah, just on the precipice of things becoming uh, you know very taboo, like you know actually it's not taboo, it being sexual uh, sexual assault or like it being seen yeah. as like you cannot do that. Like a, a show like the original Jersey Shore would not fly today. It was you know absolute yeah. debauchery, but I think that's why it was like people were like holy shit, look at this, they're going so far, and it absolutely. Took off. These guys made so much money, the contestants, and it was just um, it was unbelievable. And so that's the, probably the. Only- I
2: actually watched, I actually watched back at the, um, after we did the episode on Friday, watched back the turkey slap, like the coverage, and I actually couldn't watch. The entire turkey slap scene, like just the sort of predatory sort of nature of them. Like, oh, come here for a sec. She's like, oh, why? He's like, no, just come here. It was really fucking gross. Do you remember Derek? And I was like young at the time. I don't think I was able to really sort of compute the, uh, like how bad it was. Being a bit older, like what was the vibe like from... Uh, your group of mates did? Oh, oh. Did you think it was all just a bit of a laugh, or was it? Nah, no. Nah, like, when I think when series? someone
0: when someone fucks up on reality TV, it's great, right? <laughs> yeah. But when yeah. But 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 that was just like, no. You your grown up comes steaming in from the back of your brain, going, "Fuck, yeah. this is shit." You know, like you can. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like laughing at Donald Trump. You know. You, you, yeah. You you go, oh, this is shit, because even though they're going to get condemned immediately, you go. This process is happening in split second and mm. you know, synaptically, yeah. and it's just, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, they're going to get in trouble, they're going to get booted off, it's all going to go haywire. The prime minister's going to have, and he did. Someone piped yeah. in. Who was it? Was it? Yeah, John, John Howard. John Howard time. And um, mm. I don't know if Pauline
1: Hanson. I don't like it. That one might have been it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't she end up running a fish and chip shop and going on as Red Reggie? <laughs> oh, oh, <that's> right. <laughs> <laughs> They're very similar, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you just go, nah, this is shit because people, it's, it's still exposed to shit things. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what the repercussions are. Shit sticks, and if people mm. see it and go, oh, it's it's on telly. That's fine. You can't guarantee Wait, everyone. so where watches was your minister condemning it? And stuff mm. like that. So, so
2: where was your negative? Like, where was your sort of annoyance or anger? It wasn't specifically at the person that did it, or was it? Do you actually think it was a bigger issue? It was actually Big Brother as a production for airing it and giving it sort of like, yeah. What's your thought process around that? Yeah, it,
0: it it gets to the point where you go, oh, you're a bit, you're a bit shit. If if it's not, if you need to, if you need to air this. And it's the yeah. social dangers I was referring to, then yeah, mm. yeah that's shit i wasn't no one was applauding yeah. uh, channel whatever it was mm. channel ten well, I was trying to be non yeah. you know non supportive oh yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> you know channel thirty one or whoever was putting it on but that, yeah. that's, no one's applauding yeah no no one's applauding them for that bravery or anything so, like that that's it's, it's yeah. not a it's just it's just not it it wasn't on, but mm. it, you just kind of yeah. You know that. Hopefully, did they learn their lesson, or were there more incidents like that?
1: No, I don't know. I, nah,
2: I know. I think that's sort of the the infamous one. Do you, Derek? You know, with Big Brother, that sort of to me seems like a bit of a obsession that you went through. Can you just describe to us the different in the last fifteen years? Your main obsessions, I guess, probably finishing at podcasting where you are now. What are the what's the obsessions of Derek? If you were to put it in chapters,
0: well, I, I'm happy to answer that question, but I wouldn't consider the Big Brother an obsession. But mate, I, mate, you flew count. to the Gold Coast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I right. haven't flown no, anywhere right, for right. anything.
0: You win. <laughs> all right, so so, but it was. I guess it was kind of I guess the peak of a friendship situation that was getting wild you know like or, or lots yeah. of rock mates and lots of partying and it was it was pretty it was a hectic lifestyle <laughs> and that was just that probably iconic sort of another symbol of how who gives a shit it, it got when yeah. we would just make a whole thing out of that. Were you, were you married love, at the time? I love that
2: title <laughs> But I also love that to, like the the a friendship situation is just a funny way to describe a friendship as well. Like oh, I think I've got a I think I got a bit of a friendship situation in the works
1: <laughs> well, Did you have kids at the time? No, they're younger than that.
0: No, How- uh, there's there's no, actually a ahead. funny story that may get me in a strife, so buckle in. <laughs> Perfect. Um I'm good. When John I John Howard might have something <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> when when it must have been after I'd been to a couple of these in a row and it was time to go with again. You flew the Gulf Coast more than once? Oh, yeah. was it? We did it every year. You're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, one time we were, we were planning on having a baby, right? The first one, babe, sweet baby yeah. Tom. Not the one downstairs or this one. yeah, Or the one that just walked past. So, the, we were planning on having a baby and my wife's going, you know... You know I don't know if you know, the, you know the drill when you're planning it. And they go, all right, I'm going to have this kind of vitamins or, um, you know, you've got to... And she's going, you're old. You've got to, you know, your baby batter, I suppose, has to be at a premium.
2: <laughs> baby batter. All well, I thought that's it was the a battered s- Sam.
0: <laughs> well, um, so she, she's, she's gone, you can't come back because when you come back, that's the time. for for doing it i suppose uh for the the (laughs) right time for the most chance of getting pregnant so she's gone so you can't get wasted for all all weekend i'm going oh well, well you have to decide she goes what do you mean i said you can only ban me from from Getting smashed or hookers, but you can't pay me for both, right? And I'll let me make this clear: I have never, ever, even been close to to seeing a uh, prostitute. Okay, good. But good. I, it was a, it was a joke, right? So, <laughs> yeah. That I was made with. Her. And she's going, "What are you talking about?" But she didn't know it was a joke at the time. I'm going, "Well, it's, it's your choice." She goes, oh, "All right." So she goes just just don't get smashed <laughs> right, i'm going oh. and i was like oh no nah, there's no way i'm going to just try and prove a point here <laughs> so anyway so off we went she knew i was most of the the gang were girls like it was only one or two blokes Hotman, yeah. hot man shout out to hot man local photographer yeah uh one of the mbbs my uh com- compadre yeah i like that Derek
1: <laughs> thinks he'll be listening awesome
0: well, he will be now. I'm telling him. Well, <laughs> we can get a mate. How are you? Yeah. So anyway, so went off and probably got more wasted than I've ever been on this weekend, and came back and I was just on the couch, just terrified of being summoned <laughs> to the chamber to to you know like not <laughs> because, procreate, not because of the condition of my seed, but just just because I just was broken. It was yeah. like, don't make me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she walked into the lounge room. and I went, oh. No we mean no harm and she walked in and she just put the piss (laughs) stick down on the table and went relax job's done it was already done I was free before well done (laughs) so there you go so i was already going to be a daddy amazing that was it that was probably the i think it was the last time i went okay
2: (laughs) and that was the last time we had sex (laughs) (laughs) no we had
0: one other child
2: <laughs> oh, I mean so what were the what were the obsessions, Derek? If if oh, Big yeah. Brother isn't an obsession, <laughs> what what, what were your obsessions?
0: Um well, I've been obsessed with a few things. Like I'm obsessed with I've been obsessed with the scooters, obviously for since around yeah. about well, probably before that era. Mm. But that's kind of built into a business. <clears throat> and uh and different aspects of them too. But I don't know. I I, I sort of once I'm off them, I just block them right out. Mm. I got a bit obsessed with e-bikes recently, and I got a bit, a little bit uh, disillusioned, I suppose, with the Melbourne people. Uh, Sorry, Melbourne people. Well, e-bikes just just sweeping the world. Ah, yeah. You know, this magical form of uh, commuting. And then you get so to it's Melbourne, a bike and you've got a battery tights wearing wanker going, "Who are you cheating, mate?" Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. What do you mean I'm a fucking big, fat, old, middle-aged guy <laughs> who's not driving a four-wheel drive? You're fucking driving a four-wheel drive to work five times a day. You put your tights on for half an hour, and suddenly you're calling me cheating.
1: Get yeah, fucked. it's. I mean, it's, it, there's a big subculture, and yeah, Josh is right. Explain what an e-bike is. Oh, sorry,
0: electric bicycle, electric-assist bicycle. So it's a, a bicycle, legally. So it has pedals. Yeah. And it has a motor, electric motor that assists you. Mm. So,
1: and uh, there's some like epic ones. You can buy. I've seen one that's about ten or fifteen grand. It's like a downhill mountain bike, and it's got a it's got a, the motor on it, so it's electric assist as well. Yeah, they're but I think it's illegal, right? Stealth they or like yeah. they go like not eighty kilometres an hour.
0: Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. Not, they're not oh, they're not illegal to ride on private land. But they're illegal to pretend they're a bicycle.
1: They've banned them in some national parks because they're tearing yeah. them up like um, yeah. motorbikes do. Yeah.
0: And they're sort of silent as well. So they kind of come yeah, around the corner that's and crazy. wipe out bushwalkers. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: um, Josh, um, we were having, Derek and I were having this conversation the other day because I was obsessed with motorized scooters. Um, Campton yeah. had one. I had one. A couple of the other boys had one. we just, I got, for my year seven birthday, everyone gave me cash. I just remember counting that cash and just getting my scooter. I was so pumped, and they were that was a thing. I just go on
2: so illegal, so illegal. Well, they, I just remember as a kid, like like I loved the idea of them, but we sort of in our family, I think maybe as a mechanism so that um, my parents could get away with not getting me one, but they'll like every time we'd see someone riding past and it, we'll, mum would have a big spiel about how illegal they were so they
1: i reckon cuz you were a couple of years younger it was probably just at the time cuz they by the time i'd finished with them they'd become illegal. but there was a real culture around yeah. that like was it petrol motor petrol whipper snipper oh, motor like yeah. Two, two around up and down easy really Street. yeah and so the, so you've seen the evolution of this stuff there is like real subcultures of these fun toys that sort of come out when something is released
0: definitely what happened was that the the bogans (laughs) discovered you could you could get away with bringing in these things they called monkey bikes they're like little tiny little mini bikes (laughs) and they were under they they worked within the law and then the bogans were all cashing in their super and bringing in containers from china of this these shitty little things and then (laughs) and then they made them and then they just changed the law and they all got tripped up, and they were stuck. With, so the market was flooded with these useless little mini bikes that yeah. no one could use on the road. I
2: do remember the mini bikes. <clears throat> yeah,
0: dude. were yeah, they were. A, someone they were a killed big thing. someone
1: on one. So this young kid yeah. was riding one and hit a woman, and she or a young person. They died. Yeah. And so then they really put their foot into it. It's. Um, did you ever? Did you ever get a mini bike?
0: No, I no. I haven't had a mini bike since I was a kid. From the Hamish and
1: Andy episode, they were talking about racing around a roundabout. They were on those monkey bikes. That's what they were. Over yeah, that's in, um, right. Where was it? Yeah, Singapore yeah. or
2: somewhere. Um, yeah, it was Southeast Asia somewhere. Yeah, but crazy.
1: But, and um, so hang on, just quickly. But, the superannuation, yeah. people
0: legitimately dipping into that. Well, you know, I might have just made that up, but... but the <laughs> It sounded great. I shouldn't yeah. have pulled you up on it. But what I'm saying is they, they got on... It was like a... You know, like Wall Street in the, Their in the early days. They went of, they yeah. went nuts and went like mm. Bitcoin or whatever. They just went, whoa, this is going off yeah. tap. People paying heaps of money for these. You can get them from China. Yeah, they brought all them in. in <laughs> but, but, then, but then they just banned them. And that was the end of it. Ridiculous.
2: <laughs> so, Derek, I, I have sort of a half of a memory of... Finding out about you before the scooter stuff—were you making like sculpt metal sculptures or some yeah. shit? Or did I completely make that, that was Gons?
0: No, it was me. It I, w- I wonder if no, it was, no, 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 you reckon? No,
2: nah, it was actually Derek. I, I remember him telling me a, a story about it, but I thought this is a good opportunity to find out what oh, the deal the
0: was. So you would actually—that's Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I came back from living in the UK when I was in my twenties, and there was—and I thought I'd like to make like the idea of making wrought iron things like <laughs> candlesticks and stuff but i had no idea on how to do that so I, I started up this little you know down here in abbotsford you know it's now the abbotsford tools it was like a squat it was like top cat it was crazy it was feral there's like just a rock band squatting next door and <laughs> um we got to hear Augie March's first you know rehearsal kind of thing next door and we <clears throat> and i was making candles and candlesticks and stuff and i went out on the piss to a place called the club and i was playing pool with this this hottie and she said i said what do you what do you do no she said what do you do and i said i'm a sculptor (laughs) i was just a straight out lie right (laughs) absolute lie and she goes oh what do you do i said i just makes you know Sculptures, Fake it till you make it. of steel, <laughs> and I, oh, fuck. And I said, "What do you do?" She goes, "I'm a journalist. Actually, I need to do a story on a sculptor. I've got, <laughs> give me your details. I'll come around. I'm going, okay." So I woke up the next morning with the shittest hangover ever, and just went into where I was like had bits of metal and a welder where I was making little candlesticks to sell at the market and went, right, sculpting. (laughs) And I just made this huge sculpture. Ended up putting some in a gallery and stuff like that. Really? From that, I actually became a sculptor for a while and then went back to the more more useful furniture and whatnot.
2: God. Is that how the podcasting happened as well?
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
2: how is that what's been the evolution of that like so last time we spoke uh, when uh, when you're on the show we were at your uh, old dino converted into a studio you were you had um, hammocks up and you were doing an Instagram show about uh, vinyls called the Aussie vinyl show yep. uh, where are you at now
0: right so I, I think t- traditionally you would say If you were going to advise someone who's interested in doing a podcast, someone that had an idea, Mm. you'd say, just go Mm. in and do it. Get hold of a little recorder, some Mm. mics. Get stuck in, mate. Get stuck in. Sort it out. But don't make it sound too shit. Yeah.
1: Throw your pussy on the end of
0: it. Yeah, have a crack at it. I don't (laughs) know what that means, but... (laughs) I've never heard of that in my life.
1: Have a crack, your pussy. Oh right, okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you sounded I you were like it was, more some, advice about it was a real Australian, or like Australians is like you're weak as piss if you don't just have a crack your pussy. Yeah, exactly. You know what
0: yeah. I mean? <laughs> get in there, stop fucking around, stop yeah, messing yeah, around. Yeah. Whereas my when you talked about obsession before, I I, I will separate podcasting from building a podcasting studio because that was an obsession. Yeah. I admit it. Put my hand up. The building, building of, the yeah. studio. I loved it. You know, I've been working in this place for 20 years. It's been welding and stinky burning steel. Mm. It's, you know, it's full of fumes and petrol now and oil and filth and grime. And it was just awesome to just to work in this nice clean room mm. and, and make something nice, you know. I got a kick out of that. But I got obsessed, you know, with the equipment and all that sort of thing. But I say, you don't have to do that. We all know you don't have to do that. But I love that. But now, uh, my... Actual podcasts, I think, is I think of them as a different obsession altogether than building the room.
2: Mm. Yeah, interesting. What has been the biggest learning around it all?
0: Getting on, I, I was actually a fast, I, Last time we spoke, I was talking maybe before, maybe on air about how I get super, super nervous. Mm. Well, mm. I get st- not sort of st- not stage fright because when you're on the stage, it's just game on. But how mm-hmm. the pre prior to that, you know, like if someone says, "Be the best man at my wedding in two years' time," the next two years, uh, <laughs> shit for me.
1: You're on pills, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: And I get super, super nervous. But doing a actually doing a regular podcast yourself has made it. Like when you said, "I'll oh, come on today," I'm going, mm. "Yeah, yeah." I didn't think twice about it. Yeah, I did. You know, obviously, I learned to do a bit of research. I made sure I knew what Hot Dogs was doing these days. And well, what is Hot Dogs doing these days?
1: Well, Josh, <laughs> just quickly, he created a cheat sheet for the podcast. <laughs> oh, do you want to so the notes? Can we, no, can we, me, we just
2: run through? Yeah. We need to run through the Big Brother cheat sheet. This is yeah. Oh, he's got, Take a, the stage, he's got Derek. an
1: Excel, um, Google Drive set up. This is <laughs>
2: awesome, um, mate.
0: Right, so here's number one. It's just we've already covered it, how season one was about voyeurism. So I'm yep. glad you asked. Yeah, even yep. if right. you didn't, um, experiment with Eliza and Fraser. Ah, I don't know if you have got time for yeah, this one, on. this old story. Yeah, we do. But right. so when Big Brother started and was on TV, and it became more, more, more known, I guess after season one or the middle of season one. So after my whole initial voyeurism thing, we were. I was sitting in the lounge room in Napier Street, Fitzroy, kind of being all yuppies. <laughs> And <laughs> we were having a talk about um, those dickheads, how what's wrong with these fucking people? They, 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 how can they do that on telly? Surely they know. Yeah. How can they sit there and bitch like the whole world can listen to them and rah, rah, rah. And, and one of us, let's say me, say, came up with a suggestion, maybe you just forget that quickly. Maybe mm-hmm. that's human nature or maybe mm-hmm. they especially pick stupid people. Right, so we took an old uh, video camera, the experiment, and we put it in the lounge room, pointing at us, and hit record. And then went back to sitting there. We weren't plying ourselves like we accused producers of. Oh, they must ply. Fucking goggle box. Yeah, Yeah. the original goggle box. (laughs) 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 We were. Well, we weren't even watching Big Brother. We were just sitting there, (laughs) knowing the cameras pointing at and just playing to it. And I swear, about an hour later. Some went, oh, fuck, the camera. Oh, yeah. And we, all of us admitted that were things that we'd said in the last hour that we would not cope with being on TV. Yeah. So and that was sitting there trying for an hour to be aware of it and yeah. we forgot and we consider ourselves pretty intelligent.
1: Oh, 100%. You get swept up. The excitement of it all, mm. it's, you see why. It, they know how to manufacture the environment that brings this out. Plus, I think knowing, I mean, even if you turn it on, you will forget at some point Mm. and you'll still be on and the cameras are still rolling. What else you got? Well, even
2: with, even with I was just going to say, even with podcasting, you can't like probably once every two episodes, I say something that I regret. (laughs) Has that been something that you've had to cope with, Derek, with your podcasting?
0: Well, yeah, really. I think I've got a a live, um, a pretty heavy buffer. I think I'm a 486 with a modern buffer, which is, Problematic because yeah. sometimes I just go. Uh, that's why your, a co-host is really handy because yeah, sometimes yeah. I just stop and go. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so the buffer is probably a little bit more intense than the actual uh, product itself. Mm. But no, I think I've yeah. got a live buffer. I probably overthink things. Like before this, I went, oh, I wonder. You know, one of our gang. I thought I better not name names, but one of our gang is. You know, quite a lot of them are pretty grown up and successful now in their fields. <clears throat> and yeah. I thought, Oh they'll better not put them in it mm. for being, you know, wasted in the Gold Coast and stuff like Hang
1: that. Hang on, there's just one here, Josh. Well, it, Hang on, there's just one I'm just yeah. reading. What's this? That one night with Gretel Colleen. What the <laughs> 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 I'm, j-
2: <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I thought i deleted that. The
1: <laughs> the, uh, the um
2: I was gonna say something, I won't. Uh the the this is the self filtering type of thing. Uh you don't always have to out outdo the jokes. The um <laughs> Yeah, you talking about that? I think that's why you and uh, Dan work really well on what now, because Dan goes down these rabbit holes, oh, which God. is like uh, <laughs> determine that uh, all cults are just a bunch of pedophiles, <laughs> and then you're talking, uh, you're simultaneously selling in why you want to start a cult, and then you <laughs> you have this brain fuck where you're like, but I'm not a pedophile, Dan. Stop <laughs> fucking saying that every cult is made up of pedophiles. That.
0: Yeah, all right, Maybe you're right. Dan is Dan. He got hooked. Like he came on as a guest of there's a there's a podcast that I produce called More Than a Wheeling, which is a poetry podcast, quite specialised. Good play. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry, I didn't to, mean it. That's great i that We're happy for him. <laughs> him. He's but got I, it on his show yeah. on his notes too. But I love plug. <laughs> stop <laughs> it making more up, than a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but Dan came in as a guest because he's a writer, he's a playwright, mm. so. Then I, uh, my host was late, so I snaffled him up. I don't, it's probably unethical, and chucked him on the <laughs> microphone and put him on as a guest on my show, on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it was
2: gonna, you, it was meant <laughs> to be a, more first. than a wheeling. Yeah, yeah. He did That's both. Classic, that perfect. Day, but yeah. he is your friend. You've but known then, him for
0: years. Yeah, but then then he kind of contacted me and said, "Oh, that was I loved that. I really loved it." And I go, "Come on then, let's go." Yeah.
1: That's I mean that's evolution of creativity. It's something you didn't plan on it. That's when it, a lot of it's the best like this podcast Josh and I are doing. We have yeah. known each other for a while we've been it was the first kind of thing, actually the second thing after doing some YouTube videos, but we just did it and we're like, yeah. hang on, this kind of works good good um good banter.
2: Yeah, when you don't force it, I think that's the um, that's the key. Give us two more, uh, Derek. Right, two two okay. more uh, interesting facts that we from your facts. Stinky
0: shape. Todd at M M&M, and M. It says here, um, <laughs> in I think season one, there was a guy who had dreadlocks, and the the other housemates yeah. were calling him stinky. Yeah, right. Yeah. Probably just had natural odor and something or something. Natural whatever. stink. But you know the shallow teenagers. You know what they're like. Anyway, I'm backing the stinky guy. <laughs> But anyway, he he actually shaved his dreadlocks off to try and get you know more attention and everything on the show while he was on there. Yeah. But he got a victor. But in the, those early days, people were going hell for leather into famous dudes. But it was tricky for him around Fitzroy because one of the, you know an ex housemate, even when they were fresh, would s- sit by the fire in a local bar, and everyone would especially not notice him. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people that that Fitzroy—that's a, fame that's a north side
2: thing as I well, think it's right? That's like—it's a bit, I like, it's a bit yeah.
0: mean. I want to rally against that because yeah. what, do you, what do you go on reality TV show for? Fine. Not to sort of yeah, exactly, or or anything. Like I want to be. Yeah, you know, I'd love people. Yeah, to notoriety. Go, oh you my want- god, it's you. Yeah, but anyway, this guy, one of my, um, one of the MBBS, we she got us tickets. Um, shout out to Holly C. She um, got we us. You know, she's listening. That was her special secret radio name. <laughs> Interesting. A triple R. anyway, see, she. Um, I love that Derek
1: comes on this show and does in jokes. She got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this way I'll find out if anyone's listening.
0: Perfect. From it's awesome. He's planting seeds just to
1: make sure <laughs> that his mates are listening.
0: So, so for you. So, the, she got us tickets to see Eminem. At the tennis centre or one of those Yeah, I went that
1: year. He came. That would have been, what, oh...
0: Crazy. Over 10 years ago. I was a legit grown-up by then. Yeah, I was a legit peewee. Yeah. But all you guys, like every scumbag, like teenage (laughs) thug from the whole of outer Melbourne, like deep outer Melbourne, was all at this one place at the one time. And there we were with good tickets down on the floor with this guy who came along with us, Todd, mm. who'd come out of the Big Brother house.
1: Classic. Right? And
0: so we used to Fitzroy, don't worry about it, because people especially ignore you. John Saffron was standing like 10 feet away. Did you see... He Rick- joined our crew. We we're having a chat with him. And then all these people, all these kids started going, oh, my God, it's Toddy. And it, and it kicked off <laughs> so hard. Like, the whole thing... Was pointing the whole arena like English soccer fans were going, "Toddy, Toddy," and the, all these like stormtrooper, like all the security guards in the whole building ended up making a wall around us, and all these kids <laughs> are breaking through and running up just to touch him, That's just touching great. him, going, "Get a Toddy, some," they call him all kinds of names. They didn't know; they just knew he was famous, and they were going <laughs> to town. It was, it was just really frightening, and. Really bizarre at the What same was John time? Safran doing yeah. at that moment? He was just going, what the
1: hell? I'm famous too. <laughs> no. Did you, no do you know who thought, I like, went to that concert with? Um, Richard Stubbs. Oh, really? You know, the radio yeah, presenter? He was of really famous back then. And yeah. I remember walking through. He was my mate's cousin at the time. And um, we got a limo in there and we went underground, got the lift up and we we're walking through. But yeah, it was he was famous and people were... I just remember that was like a first taste of yeah. being around someone that famous. Good to yeah. know that you were there having the same experience. Oh man, it
0: was just insane. Do you remember chatting, Toddy, I, Toddy? I remember I don't remember it. that,
1: but I wouldn't have had any. I wouldn't have any idea at that point. Nah,
0: no, it was it was nuts, and it was just you know it's like, like that thing when an election happens, and you go, "Oh, that's right, everybody is not like me."
2: <laughs> <laughs> is is there really? any limousine nowadays that isn't a bit naff oh yeah like can you actually take a limousine at, like as a, a high profile celebrity person like it feels like it's a, something that's gone completely off the radar it seems like limousines are exclusively for uh, bogans going to Bali who <laughs> need to get to the airport
0: yeah if, as long as it says as long as the number plate says limb for hire or something on it <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think if I, if I was going to be getting up there in the super fame, I think I would send my, my mates in the limo mm-hmm. and turn up in the old F- Subaru Forester.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I, th- I think I'd prefer like a Bentley sitting in the back of a, oh. a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. Oh, Actually, can I upgrade I my Forester? I, I just
2: want simple things. Sorry. I just want a Tesla. Yeah. Once I get like, I, I'm not really into cars. But I feel like the um I was speaking to a mate about it the other day. It's like the Tesla is just a sexy car, especially like all the in, inside the the uh the electronics and stuff like that. There
1: is a company that does all chauffeur cars, uh Teslas they've only got Teslas. So there's like a chauffeur oh, service only in Teslas. There's something oh, for everybody, maybe mate. I just do that instead. And um oh. don't
2: even have to buy one.
1: No, don't buy
0: one. I want one. Derek. <laughs>
2: Mate, thanks for uh, making the hundred meter walk to uh, <laughs> it's been Collingwood.
0: I haven't missed. I haven't well, missed one word of your show. By uh, the per- way, <laughs> I, I listened to what you were saying on Friday. Oh, good. And, uh, <coughs> yeah, not I one was... word. There is plenty of uh, driving out to my parents' house time for other podcasts.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. I'm I'm glad. And yeah, everyone, make sure you uh, listen to Derek's podcast. What now? If you actually go onto itunes or the podcast app and you see what other people are listening to uh what now is is one of the the top ones when they look when you look at our show Shit, yeah. so um yeah all, every, just basically us all listening to our ourselves in a big circle jerk mate, as we next, like to do next
1: minute we'll be on the plane to the gold coast for a, a um a weekend together all, all us <laughs> Thanks, local podcasters
2: mate. I think we should hundred percent should do, do some sort of podcast trip. But it's the uh, the Daily Talk Show. Everyone, hi at the dailytalkshow.com If you want to send us an email, maybe you might be uh, a previous uh, contestant on Big Brother. Is it contestant? What would you call it? It's House a housemate. Ah, uh, yeah, housemate. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're listening, you're a, a Big Brother housemate. Let us know. We'll catch, catch you
1: tomorrow, guys. Bye bye.